Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem Shalom Bayes Sheer number 74. Email address shalombayes777 at gmail.com. We spoke uh, in prior Shiurim about um, that it's important that um, each one, a husband and wife, should not make efforts to be a test for the other one. That even though life is full of Nisyanis and a lot of marriage is as an Nisyan for one another, but they shouldn't intentionally create those Nisyanis. However, the fact remains that the fa- that the husband and wife are different personalities, and Hashem creates very often situations where there are indeed challenging, you know, especially the wedding, and then the Sheva Brachas, and then Shana Rishayna, and then ultimately um, each one, the husband or wife, both face facts that they're married to a human being who is not perfect. And for many, that's a painful reality that hits in. It's life, though. It's the way things are supposed to be. And that's part of the Bria. That's part of what Hashem wants from us. We live in an imperfect world. And we live in a world where personalities are different. And that sometimes will create friction. And our task is to grow from that reality. That difficulties will occur in everyone's life, that's a reality. That's not something to cry about and get upset about and scream about and rail about, but it's something that's important to know, and you could handle that piece of knowledge with a simcha. And um, we are aware of those difficulties, and very often there is kinna, unwarranted envy, because of these difficulties. But the fact that you should know that everyone has challenges in life should make it easier for you to cope with your own. Not the Khalila that you wish uh, ill on anybody else, and you don't want Khalila anyone to have challenges. But the bottom line is everyone does. So you shouldn't um, think that you're being singled out with the challenges that you're having, because that is the reality of humanity, the way Hashem created the world and the way Hashem wants it. And Hashem gives you the strength and potential not only to cope with what happens to you in your life and your marriage, but to grow from that experience, to thrive from that experience, and even experience a degree of added simcha once you get over that bump. And marriage will add a depth to your character, it will test you in ways that you've never been tested before. Because um, now all of a sudden, you know, you're with your wife and then with a new family, with the in-laws and the new mishpacha. And there is, and then with children coming in and all of these things as life goes on, financial things going on and so on and so forth. And it's important as part of the maturity process of every human being that when we're faced with challenges, we have choices in how to view those challenges. And um, in some ways of viewing these challenges in life and marriage, it causes more pain than necessary. And even in situations where everyone will agree, you know, this situation is stressful. Let's say your husband or wife are pushing your buttons more than anyone else right now. 
Um, but that challenge is like a vote of confidence from Hashem. Hashem believes in you. He believes that you could face this challenge and he, you can grow from it. And if you handle it with intelligence, with an emotional strength, you can be the best person you could possibly be. And ultimately, your marriage will become deeper and better as a result. And sometimes as the difficulties happen in a situation, the better person your wife, you will be, the better husband and wife you will be. And... Um, that's basically a very important thing to know. To accept reality, but not to be upset about the reality. The fact that we have tests, things don't go exactly according to plan. Expectations that you had real high ones were dashed from time to time. It is normal, and you could be confident about your ability now and your future ability to handle those challenges. And here is where the Books, like I mentioned many times, the books of Rav Zelik Pliskin, not just his marriage books, book, but his other books as well, has many, many tools in how to deal with those challenges in a very positive, uplifting way. And that excitement you had, if you did have it, some people get married, it's an arranged thing, and they don't feel the excitement, and they'll get that excitement later. Others have that excitement initially, and then it wears off. But everyone experiences a time where there's a sense of disillusionment that they have in their marriage or with the person they married, and they feel monotonous now or indecisive about um, the fact that you're in this marriage or if you're pressured about it or whatever the case may be. You have to deem that right now as irrelevant. Right now, your life task is to grow in your marriage, and you have the ability to do so. One of the biggest things the Yetzirah does is he tries to um, falsify the concept that your Bechir is taken away from you, that you're in a situation that you can't do nothing about it, and you don't have the ability to do anything about it. You just happen to be this in this situation, life is rough, my life is rougher, and there's nothing I can do about it, which leads to anger and sadness and various things like that. And the truth is, is we have a lot more Bechira than we think we do. We have a lot more ability to transform whatever resentment we may have and to utilize certain skills and tools of communication and some efforts, tiny steps at a time that are manageable, that are doable, that could create and alleviate that distressful feeling over mistakes and things like that and grow and grow with a simcha. And um, I will quote to you a few things that Rabbi Zelig Pluskin says, he's speaking in the first person, and he wrote, writes as follows, I wasn't satisfied with my marriage. I kept thinking that if only I had married someone else, my life would be much smoother. This thought came to me fairly often and was a constant source of distress. A sentence I heard from someone helped me discard this thought. I was told by an elderly rabbi whom I respected greatly, if you were married to somebody else, you would also have problems. The saintly Torah scholar then elaborated on this theme. Many people think 
that if only they married a different person, they will be free from all their present problems. But that is not the way Hashem runs the world. As the Mesil Sisharim says in chapter 1, this world is a world of suffering. If you wouldn't have the problems you presently have, you would have an equal number of different problems. Someone might marry a person who seemed perfect for them, but illness, poverty, and other life tests can come their way. Whatever number of problems was destined for you will come your way in one form or another, and your task in life is to grow from each challenge. And with that insight, that long-standing obsession was erased. This thought of life would be better if I'd bury somebody else or if my situation would be different. Another thing, here's another uh, analogy he says here, where someone says, I'd love to have the windows closed and my spouse demands to have them open. My spouse has a strong need for fresh air. I have a strong need to keep dust and noise out. We argued about this many times. Our choice of food is very different. I like my food rather bland. My wife likes sharp, spicy food. When the music is playing, I like it soft and peaceful. My spouse likes music to be loud and blaring. Now, why did Hashem, our ultimate matchmaker, decide to put us together? Couldn't he have found someone more similar for both of us, I asked my rabbi. That's exactly the point, my rabbi told me, with an understanding, hearty laugh. You are perfect for each other. The way you both have to work on your character. As you work out practical solutions in a way that's acceptable to both of you, you can each build your character. Which I think, in this muscle, as an example, is that there are situations where you will enjoy your bland food while your spouse enjoys her sharp, spicy food. And there'll be times where you will enjoy your soft and peaceful music and your spouse, and you'll allow her to experience the loud and blaring that she enjoys, even though you don't like it. And there is a compromise where they both enjoy it and they each will respect the other. Not to say that you'll ever like the spicy food and not to say you'll like that blaring music, but there'll be a balance there where you'll really get to understand each other's situation. Here's another one. Many years ago, before I got married, a Torah scholar advised me to consult a certain hidden tzaddik. This man appeared to most people as quite ordinary, but this well-known Torah scholar assured me that he was very special. He told me to ask him for advice on having a good marriage. When I spoke to that person, uh, that big tzaddik, he told me that I should constantly remember that marriage, like everything else in life, is meant as a test. Knowing this will make tests easier. Some people fail their tests because they expect them to be easy and therefore don't prepare for them as well as they should. And they're caught off balance when the tests turn out to be very difficult. Besides studying hard for a test, there are tips and techniques that can help you deal with tests in optimal ways. And uh, we're going to discuss Be'ezes Hashem in the next year, the 10 pieces of advice that this tzaddik told this person. Have a wonderful day.